You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. If you're able, stand for the reading of the Word of God. I want to teach a little bit this morning. Uh, The title of the message is Walking in the Spirit. And uh, when we're saved, the Spirit of God comes within us. Greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. And the Spirit of God takes up residence. There's a difference with having the Spirit in you and walking in the Spirit. And I believe a lot of people have the Spirit of the Lord, but they're not walking in the Spirit. And I also believe it's a process. And we, we begin to learn, uh, the longer we walk this walk, I feel like we learn more of how to walk, if that makes any sense to you. So let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 5 through 13. For they that are after the flesh do mind. Somebody say the word mind. I want you to hold on to that, okay? Hold on to that word. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death Singular, right there, just one word. But to be spiritually minded is to have life and peace. Wow, peace. A lot of people have peace from God, but don't have peace of God. You ever realize God don't have a bad day? You ever realize God is never anxious about anything? Excuse me, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh, listen to this, cannot please God. Walking in the flesh, you cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man hath not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you abide, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you thee through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. In verse 11, it says, the Spirit of God dwells in you. 
If you are a believer and you've humbled yourself and repented of your sins, you need to understand that you are not alone. Do you hear me? It doesn't matter what you go through, you are not alone. You need to realize that the Spirit of God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit lives with inside of you and you are not alone. In verse 5, it says, be mindful of it. So you need to be mindful of what, of who is living inside of you. In every situation, whatever you walk into, if you would just stop and pause for a minute and think about that the Spirit of God lives within you and be mindful of that, I believe it would save us a lot of pain. In verse 13, it says to mortify, means to discipline the deeds of the body that it may live. Paul is writing to the Christians in Rome and he's also writing to believers all over the world and Paul divides people into two categories. First is those who let themselves be controlled by their sinful nature. The Bible says to be carnally minded. So he's writing to those, but the second group that he's writing to is those who follow after the Holy Spirit. And all of us would be in that first category that carnally minded if Christ hadn't went to the cross and gave his life and made a way. He has made a way that you and I can escape the sin of the world and live for him. If you're thankful, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. So without the cross, Hebrews 9 and 22, the second part of that verse, without shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. What can wash away my sins? Uh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Uh, once we have said yes to Jesus, and I pray that we all have, we will want to continue following him and walking with him. As I shared in the back this morning with the, the, the media, a team and the singers and everybody as we have prayer. I believe it's a process. Uh, and I believe that I've changed uh, uh, from what I used to be to where I'm at now. But God is still working on me and we learn every day and we grow. So today we find uh, that because his way brings life and peace uh, is why we should walk in the spirit. If I could bottle George, you've heard me say it a hundred times, if I could take a bottle and I could put some kind of a recipe together and put it in that bottle and call it peace, uh, I could put any price on it and people would buy it. But friend, that can never happen. Uh, there is no peace uh, outside of walking in the spirit of God. Uh, you want peace in your life? You Train yourself and study God's word and walk with God and watch how you start walking in the peace of God. Has anyone in the house uh, ever been in a situation, but you look now and see that it was the peace uh, from God and the peace of God that brought you through the storm. You ought to put your hand together and bless Jesus. Woo! I'm wound up tighter than a $2 watch. Woo! Life. Somebody say life. You have one life and you should live it. 
But you should be very careful on the choices that you make. In Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19, said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life and both thou and thy seed may live. We heard Pastor Carrie talk about the sign that her mother and her mother and father and sister are with us today and her mother put on the wall at the house. That was a choice that was made a few generations back, long before Mike and his wife, grandparents and great-grandparents said, I choose this day as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But there's also a curse that you can choose choose. If you don't want to walk in the spirit of God, if you want to be rebellious and not walk with the Lord, friend, that curse will follow you generation after generation. But I'm standing and I'm speaking my sons and my daughter and my granddaughters and the grandchildren that still are on the way are going to serve God Almighty and walk in the spirit. Amen. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody say peace. peace. Isaiah chapter 26 and 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I've been trying to train, retrain myself in my prayers. I think I shared it last week and I've been guilty of praying and telling God how to do his job. God don't need my help on how to do his job. And I'm sure I'm the only one in the house that would admit to that. And I've been trying to retrain myself, reprogram myself that God hears the situation and God, you have never failed me and you have never let me down. God, I don't know how the outcome is, but I'm trusting you, God, that all things work for the good for them that love the Lord and are called according to your purpose, God. And I love you and I know that I'm called. God, let me sleep tonight. Let me not worry about it. God, my, my battle is not against flesh and blood and no weapon formed against me shall prosper that is walking in the spirit, walking in the peace of God and from God. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise if you got some peace in your house, peace in your life. Woo! Psalms 29 and 11. The Lord gives strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. I'm telling you, walk in the spirit of God. And have peace even when the rains come and the storms come. When you are without God, friend, you are in the flesh. And you are an heir of bondage and death. Death to the promises of God. But when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you are saved, the Spirit of Christ dwells within you, giving you life. Life, man, I love life. It's a gift from God, right? Every day. People say, every, every day people tell me, say, have a good day. I say, every day. Every day. Every day. Some's better than others, but every day. Listen to me. Very important. You are free. You are free to choose between two masters. You can serve God or you can serve the devil. But you need to hear me. You are not free to adjust the consequences of your choice. Do you hear me? You are not free to adjust the consequences of your choice. Each of the two masters pays with his own currency. The currency of sin is death. How is that appealing to anyone in the room? 
The currency of sin is death. That's all that you can expect from this life is death without God. But Christ pays in a currency also. It's eternal life. And it starts the very moment that you accept Jesus Christ. He gives you life. Life. Abundant life. And eternal. Not only giving us life, but he gives us promise. And we have promise. Believers are pregnant with promise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I've got promise. So I want us to learn something here, honestly. I want us to learn. There's something here that I think would help us all. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 30. And the angel said unto her, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. I'd say, pastor, she was walking in the spirit. You don't find favor with God unless you're walking in the spirit. Do you hear me? And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David, Mary, mother of Jesus. She is pregnant and not only pregnant, but she's pregnant with a promise. In Matthew chapter one, verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. You see the promise? Pregnant with promise, God's favor. God's favor does not automatically bring success or fame. God's blessing on Mary, the honor of being the mother of the Messiah would lead to much pain in her life. We don't just get saved and everything the rest of our life is a bed of roses. Do you hear me? Her peers would ridicule her. She's walking in the spirit. She finds favor of God. She's pregnant and she's never been with a man. That favor of God would bring ridicule of her peers. When you walk in the spirit of God, you will be ridiculed by people that are around you. Her fiance would come close to leaving her. This was the woman he loved. And he knew she's pregnant and they had never been together intimately. That had to be painful. Her son eventually would be rejected and murdered. Favor with God. But through her son would come the world's only hope. Without her walking through that, she could have never walked through it without the spirit of God in her life. But because of that, we have a savior named Jesus. Matthew 1 and 21 again, thank Christ for the death on the cross. Can you put your hands together and thank God, thank Christ for the death on the cross. Mary, pregnant with promise. Let's look at Mary's cousin, Elizabeth was given a child in her old age and he would be the forerunner for Christ. Elizabeth was the wife of a priest by the name of Zechariah, also cousin of Mary. Let's look, look at Luke chapter one, verse six. And they were both righteous before God, 
Elizabeth and her husband, righteous before God, walking in the spirit, pregnant with promise. It don't happen. People want miracles in their lives. But friend, you got to walk in the spirit of the Lord. Things just don't happen. It just doesn't fall out of the sky for us. There's a walk that we've got to walk. And I think, you know, I listen to Pastor Carrie talk about her family, and I feel the same about mine. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, mom, dad, sister, watch how they walk in the spirit of the Lord. Let's look at Luke 1 and 6, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. It was obedience from the heart. Elizabeth was barren. She was unable to have children. She was well along in her old age. Do you hear me? Long. Luke 1 and 7, and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in their years. Let's look at Luke chapter 1 verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even, from, even in his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Elizabeth also was pregnant with promise. This is what I want you to get. Mary and Elizabeth both conceived in the midst of impossibilities. Whatever you're going through may seem like it is impossible. I speak to my friend Rick and Darlene. He's going through some difficult situations in life. I can talk to my friend Bucky and Sandy Booth, Howard and Teresa Riddle. I can go on and on about different ones in our church that are in storms that it seems like it is impossible. But I'm here to tell you that if you'll keep walking in the spirit of God, that nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible with God. There may be people in this room, your sons, go ahead, give God a hand clap. There may be people in this room, your sons and your daughters or your grandchildren have walked down a road that it looks like of total destruction and it looks like there is no uh, way possible that they'll ever return. But I read in the Bible about one that had walked away from the father and he went so far that he was living in a pig's pen and he was feeding the pigs uh, 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 swine, uh, corn and, and all this. And, but, but when he came to his senses and he, and he started his 
journey back home and his father, it looked like an impossible situation, but his father was standing on the porch and I just want to swing by and tell you, do you hear me? That your son has not went too far, that your grandchild has not went too far, that your husband, mom, dad, you got to keep walking in the spirit of God. It feels like to me, it's a little dead in the house today and the devil don't want me to preach what I'm preaching, but I'm telling you, mom and dad, it's high time you quit doubting. It's high time that you start trusting God and you say, hey, uh, as for me and my house, I'm going to put a sign up that says generation after generation because the Bible said not only generation after generation, but a thousand generations. Can anybody in the house uh, stand up and give God a, a hand clap and a shout of praise and just say, I'm going to keep walking in the spirit of the Lord. Just keep walking. Don't stop. Don't sit down. Keep walking in the spirit of the Lord. Come on, church. Somebody give him a shout of praise. Woo! I just feel like we ate too much pasta last night. Too much cake. Jeremiah 32 and 17. All sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. And then he says, nothing is too hard for you. Nothing. Mary was a virgin. You're smart enough to figure that out. Okay. It could not happen. It was impossible. But with God, when God speaks, it will happen. Do you hear me? Elizabeth was too old. She had done wax too cold and too old and it was impossible but nothing is impossible with God. Do you hear me? I've been told all of my adult life what I can't do in Shinston, West Virginia and they're exactly right. I can't do a thing but I'm just smart enough to believe in the spirit that if I just keep walking and talking to the Lord let the naysayers come. Young people, you need to hear me. It's been on me. Young people don't let anybody abort your dreams. If God's given you a dream, no man can come against it. If God tells you to do something, you do it. If God speaks something in your life, even if your own family said you're on the wrong side of the tracks, nobody's done this in our family. It don't matter what they tell you. Only thing that matters you is when God speaks to you and God gets down inside of you and God raises you up because with God, all things are possible. Woo! I said woo! 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 Come on somebody. Has God been good to anybody? Has God touched your dreams? Has God healed you? Has God saved you? Has God delivered you? God will sell that bar. God will sell that. My goodness gracious, I, I'm telling you, Mary was a virgin and Elizabeth was too old. But with God, nothing is impossible. Filled with life and filled with possibilities. I believe my greater days are ahead. I'm telling you, man, I believe, I said, I believe my days are better, the ones in front of me, than the ones that are behind me. 
I believe in our families in this church. I, I believe we're doing everything we can uh, to try to help you to grow. Do you understand? Uh, we got life groups. We got uh, youth groups and college groups. and uh, We're doing everything to get the word to you because it's God. It's the word that'll change your life. You got to decide. You got to make a decision. Am I going to follow after the world or am I going to walk in the spirit of God? I'm not going to follow the culture. I don't give a hoot about the culture. The only thing I care about is what God cares about. And God wants his sons and daughters to stand up and be what God wants us to be in a culture that'll suck you down the drain. But if you walk in the spirit of God, God will set you free and your household. Woo! Oh, Jesus, help me. Woo! A virgin and too old, but still they were both pregnant with promise. You've got to realize once you become a believer, you are pregnant with promise, filled with life and filled with possibilities. Oh, I'm so glad that they did not abort their promise. <laughs> Don't abort your promise. I don't care who says what to you. Psalm 77 and 14. I'm breathing hard. Too many donuts. <laughs> Psalms chapter 77 and verse 14. You are the God who performs the miracles. I don't serve no dead God. Do you hear me? I said we don't serve no dead God. Do you hear me? Huh? You display your power among the people is what it says. God, God's able to do all things. So they're both pregnant in this life of theirs. Before this, they were empty. They had to fill an emptiness. They had to fill a void. Before we come to know Christ, there's a void in our life. And there is an emptiness. And now they find themselves pregnant with promise. They probably... While they're walking in the spirit, and now they know they're pregnant, they're probably mindful. Did you remember me telling you, hold on to the mindful? They're probably mindful of what's inside of them. Oh my. If I can look back and see situations where I've done things that was wrong, if I'd only been mindful of what was living inside of me. They were mindful. They were pregnant with promise. And it changed their life. They could no longer sleep. When you're pregnant, you cannot no, no longer sleep the way you slept. Am I right, ladies? I've never been pregnant, okay? All right. Even though the culture today says that men can do that, but uh, that's just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, and, and, and I don't care if you like it or you don't. Uh, uh, so change. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. What a messed up, messed up, messed up. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he needs to move on. So they find themselves pregnant. One that's a virgin and one that's so old. And I'm sure people looked at them different. When you're walking in the spirit of God and you are pregnant with promise, people ought to look at you different. If you just blend in, you may not be pregnant with promise. Many of Joseph's plans was changed as a young man with his fiancée. Their plans were changed. Can I tell you, when you have kids, it will change your plans. Can somebody get spiritual right there and say, yes, yes, amen, amen. 
But here's what happened with both of these things. Mary and Elizabeth both chose to decrease so that the promise could increase. And I wrote this morning a little note right here. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's all about him. It's not about what I want, Jimmy. It's not about what I think I need. It's all about him. And they chose because they were mindful, Vern, of what was inside of them. They chose to decrease so that the promise could increase. Their plans changed so that the world could change. And I wrote myself another little note early this morning. And, and don't take this wrong. I, somebody will say, well, he's just arrogant. I'm a world changer. I am a world changer. How many watches Waters? Waters world. And this is my world. Each one of us ought to be a world changer in our own world around us. We should be world changers because they chose life. Now listen, they didn't only choose life, they nurtured. They nurtured the life that was in them and they followed the will of God. Because of that, I have a savior and I am redeemed. Stand with me, please. What about you today? Have you chosen life? And if you have, have you nurtured the promise within or have you starved it? Mothers that are pregnant know that you can't even eat the same because there's another life living inside of you and you have to nurture that life. Have you nurtured it? This life or promise that is within you and I ask you, please stay focused with me. Has it changed the way you walk? Has it changed the way you talk? Has it changed the way you live? Because if you are walking in the spirit of God, it will change the way you talk. How many used to, you could cuss the hat off of a sailor? Huh? How many could cuss the hat off of two sailors? Right? I'm not going to ask you how many could do, still do that. But if you were walking in the spirit of the Lord, I think I said this a while back, a couple years ago, you know them big umbrellas that you put on your back porch and you sit under them in the shade and they're in that big old concrete thing, you know. And I picked it, it has like a gooseneck on it. And I picked that thing up and it snapped from the concrete and it hit my foot. And I started doing the Watusi. And I was jumping and I was screaming. And instantly, as quick as I looked down, I had uh, no, no uh, I had shorts on. I could see my ankle and my ankle was that big around. And my wife's laughing. And I said, what is wrong with you? She said, well, I know you don't cuss. How about it? Has it changed your life? It ought to change. You ought to be mindful of who lives within you. You have a promise within you if you've accepted Christ as your Savior. And I'm going to end with this, I think, maybe. Your possibilities are endless 
And I was thinking about this this morning, young people in this church. If you got a dream and you know it's of God and you are walking in the spirit of the Lord, you come share that dream with me. And I'll do everything I can to help you. Everything that I can to help you. So maybe you don't know Christ today. And you need to make that choice. You either choose life with peace and joy or you choose death. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Pretty simple. And once you choose life, you become pregnant with promise. When I was sitting on that bar stool at age 22 and the Spirit of God touched me, Pastor Rita, in my wildest dreams, I would have never imagined I'm 62 last week. I was 22 when the Lord touched me. 40 years later, I'd have never dreamed what God would do in my life and through my life. And that's what God wants to do in all of our lives. Every head bowed and every eye closed. How many believers do we have in the house that you just feel like that you are pregnant with promise and for some reason you just feel a little discouraged and you needed to hear this word today? Would you slip your hand up? My goodness, hands went up before I even ask. Don't ever get discouraged. You stay faithful. Let me share some, I see some young people that raise their hands, you know. I had a young man just a few weeks ago tell me, he said, man, I'd, I'd give anything. He said, be, wouldn't it be awesome if God would open up ministry in my life? And I shared with him, I said, be faithful in the small things. I said, my first job at the church where I grew up, after I was saved, I became the janitor. I cleaned the commodes. And I'm not above cleaning them commodes today at all, none. So I want to encourage you to be faithful in the small things and just keep walking in the Spirit. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you've not, not made that decision today to walk with Jesus. You've never made that. Friend, you heard the Scriptures. The only thing that you have to look forward to is death, separation from God for eternity. And today, by the grace of God, right where you're at, I'm not going to come to you. If you'd like to give your life to Christ, would you slip your hand up real high? Would you slip your hand up real high? Slip your hand. I, first of all, there's so much fog in here I can't even see. Help me there in the back, ushers. Right there. I see your hand, sir. I see your hand. Fantastic. Fantastic. Somebody else. Somebody else. It's, it's a serious time. What will you do with Jesus? You're, you're being confronted with that question right now. I'm confronting you. I believe under the anointing of God. What will you do with Jesus Christ? Will you accept him or will you reject him? You say, well, pastor, I'm not ready. None of us are ever ready. None of us can change a thing in our lives. But Jesus can. One last opportunity here this morning. Is there another one? Slip your hand up. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not, I'll see your hand, man. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. 
Somebody else. See, sometimes we get, I get in too big of a hurry. Somebody else. Somebody else today would give your life to Jesus. Say, I'm choosing life. I'm choosing to be pregnant with promise. Is there somebody else? Is every head is still bowed and you that raised your hand? Ma'am, you that raised your hand, open your eyes and look right at me. Not to be ashamed of. Take the person by the hand beside of you. Would you do that? Take the person by the hand. You're letting somebody know. Pray this prayer with me. Pray it out loud. Don't be ashamed. Jesus is not ashamed of us. Say, dear Lord, today I humbly come before you and I acknowledge that you are God Almighty. And Lord, I have sinned. I have fallen short. And this day I ask you to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me, to guide me, to direct me. And Lord, help me to grow. Help me to walk with you. From this day forward, I do my very best to live my life for you. In Jesus' name. Can everyone in the house welcome them to the family of God? Can do that? Amen. Come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. That's right. He's hugging his mom. That's right. Hey, it's a celebration. Come on. Oh. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 